Hey guys, uh, welcome, welcome to our um, Why Boys Can't Jump podcast. I'm Addison. We, this is just a podcast where we're going to talk about some random basketball stuff, some random life stuff, probably some other sports thrown in there. You know, who knows? You never really know what you're going to get. Um, if you're listening to this and you're not from our group of uh, people, welcome. I don't know how you found your way <laughs> onto onto this podcast, but I appreciate you coming, uh, listening. Um, look. We're just going to jump right into it. We've got All-Star Weekend right upon us All now. right. Hold, hold up, hold up, hold up. What? How what? about you let us introduce ourselves? Here, okay, boys? yeah. Uh, okay, sorry, carry on. Johnny, I don't know what I'm doing. Johnny Boy from down south in Dunedin. Let's go. The most trusted one in the group, by far the brightest <laughs> one in the group. So you know where <laughs> you need to get all your information from. Yeah, nice. Good work. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll go. So there's Hadley here uh, coming down from Christchurch. and um, yeah, proud representative of the Toronto Raptors, Scotty Barnes for Rookie of the Year. Totally not biased at all. Wow, okay. Youngest in the group, let me point yep. out yep. that as well. So probably you. the most immature as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm Josh, and I'm unemployed, so I actually don't have any smarts whatsoever. So <laughs> my opinion probably doesn't matter and probably has no money or value to it whatsoever. Nice. All right, that if you haven't figured it out, we're all from New Zealand. Uh, by the way, uh, yeah, so we're going to jump into the All-Star game. Today was the, what, the Celebrity game? There was the Rising Stars thing. Honestly, I didn't catch it today. Did any of you guys actually watch it? Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, it's wait. Like did, isolation. You, did you watch the Celebrity game as well? Nah, I saw some highlights, a few dunks, a few yeah, threes. Yeah, some, but... some bouncy people. Yeah. I don't know I who mean, they were. Yeah, yeah. No, neither. We're all from New Zealand. We have no idea who these weird American celebrities are. I saw M- Michael, what, M- was it MGK? MK, what's the dude? That singer dude who's engaged to Megan Fox now. Lucky. Shane Gun Kelly. Did he play? Shane Gun Kelly, yeah. <laughs> lucky dude. Lucky dude. Did he have like real lucky long dude. fingernails or something? I don't know. I, I didn't watch. Some dude oh, well. caught a, yeah, it was interesting. Jack Harlow. Who's he? Is he a rapper or an actor or someone? Let's be honest here. No one cares about the celebrity no, game. No yeah. <laughs> Tried to make it interesting. It's really not. But yeah, so Hadley, you called the Rising Stars, eh? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, it was interesting. Some games were a lot slower, you know, obviously, uh, as it would be. The game started off a lot of fun, not so much defense. Saw Cole Anthony catch a couple of great oh, yeah, alley-oops here and there. That, those were nice. Yeah. But definitely, you know, some of these rookies, they definitely wanted the win. So when it got to about 35 each or at the, the 30 point marks they started to play some real tight defense and the game would slow down quite a lot and oh, both nice. games both like semi-final games ended up coming down to like uh 48 50 or 47 50 so there were there were close so you, games came down to free throws as well so yeah could you explain how the like the format of it worked yeah so you had uh the top 75 um players who were the coaches and they did their draft finding their teams then they had the four teams there um, then they had pretty much two semifinals, you could call them. Uh, first to 50 points, um, just a shot clock, no quarters, no changing ends. Right, um, nice. First to 50 wins, obviously, in both, uh, both teams. And then straight after the second game, uh, they had the final, which was first to 25. Um, yeah, during that final game, the fans could vote for the, for the uh, Rising Stars MVP. Oh, yeah, it was nice. announced then straight after the game. But uh, that was yeah, that last game right? was kind of slow, but got to say, Precious Achua kind of put himself out there with 12 out of their 20 points. Oh, Precious. 
I wonder the, why you were watching final. Precious. I wonder why you were watching Precious, Hadley. Oh, I don't know why. Not, <laughs> not, not, not biased at all. But yeah, I apparently it was really good. Apparently it was like yeah. way more intense. Yeah, well, let me take you to the first game. So the first game we had, first of 50, and we had Team Isaiah versus Team Worthy. And oh, yeah. it, it got pretty t- tight at the end, as Hadley was saying. And when Team Worthy was on 48 points, Jalen Green goes to the free throw line. Two shots. If he knocks them down, they win. Makes the first. This is the second. Oh, no. His team lost in the end. They came back the other way. Jasmine Bain, two free throws, knocked them both down to take the win for Team Isaiah. No yeah. clutch gene there. Just on a side note, Jalen Green has been incredibly disappointing this season, right? You you can say that, but just to give him a little bit of credit in this all-star game, yes, he did miss, miss the clutch free throws, but he was a leading scorer with like 16 points in the game, hitting plenty of threes right at the beginning of the game. So he, he started off playing well so just to give him a little bit of credit but yes i do agree with you the overall of the season has been quite disappointing yeah so what's he at so he's at oh it's actually not that bad he's he's at 14.6 points three rebounds to assist only shooting 38 percent from the field and 31 percent terrible terrible splits that's some that's some horrible splits right there yeah but i mean look the rockets suck and they want to suck so hopefully he'll go up but yeah it's interesting. Okay, so what do we have tomorrow? So tomorrow we've got the three-point contest, dunk contest, skills skills challenge, right? Yeah, okay. So who's – so, Heather, you know the um, what's happening with the skills challenge, right, the format? Yeah, the of? skills challenge kind of kind of weird. I'm not too sure how it ends, but I know that they've got their three teams, one Cavs, which is Evan Mobley, um, uh, Jared Allen, and Darius Garland. Then you've got the rookies, which is, I believe, Cade – uh scotty barnes and josh getty i think and then you've got um third team which is the antetokounmpo brothers um yeah so they each have the a timed shooting challenge i believe at first um okay which they have to complete and then i know that and at the end of that the top two teams with the top times go against each other for the win but i'm not actually too sure about the details on that one but um, quite an interesting setup is the Cavs have no chance. Jared Allen, <laughs> not as much as he does do on the court, is one of the least skilled basketball players I've ever watched play. He's almost <laughs> as bad as Stephen Adams. Oh, hey, we, don't, we do not tolerate Stephen Adams' slander on this podcast. Hey, okay? hey, hey. At least Jared Allen made an all-star game. Adams was okay. snubbed a few years back. Yeah, okay. All right. Okay, anyway, so we've got the dunk contest and the three-point contest. All right, dunk contest, we got... Jalen Green, Cole Anthony, Obi Toppin, and Juan Toscano Anderson. What are we thinking? Who's taking it out? Awkward silence. Also Josh. helps. <laughs> Josh, who you reckon? I think I'm going to go for Cole Anthony, to be honest. I haven't seen a lot of the magic recently. But honestly, I've, I would li- I'd like a fresh face. Yeah, that's true. Obi did last year, right? I guess he was pretty yeah, he underwhelming because I don't really remember what he did. Yeah, yeah, that's probably the problem with him. I the think Dunkle from just took a lot out of it as soon as you had your Levines and your yeah Aaron Gordon sleeping. Huh? Yeah, yeah. As soon as what Aaron Gordon got snubbed, everyone's like, absolute, like no way the stunt contest is yeah. rigged. We don't want to do it. It's a very young, young group, eh? Yeah, yeah. And I like, reckon Jalen Green. I I feel like I got a bag Jalen Green. He's He's crazy the bouncy. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, I've I mean, heard from a lot of people who think 
Jalen Green would be up there. To be honest, though, I also reckon this Juan Toscano Anderson. I've seen plenty of highlight reels. I reckon. Yeah. Could watch him. He could do something crazy. So I guess they're all kind of bouncy, but yeah, I, I guess I do got to back Jalen Green, which isn't exactly a hot take, seeing as he's the favorite. I think you need something to sort of save his season as well, as you say. It's been a disappointing <laughs> campaign. He's been a bit injured. The Rockets haven't, you know, set the world alight, and he certainly hasn't set yeah. the world alight with his play. Yeah, so he's probably pretty he fired can, up. If he can chuck a dunk contest win in there, he's going to feel like a success as an NBA player. I yeah, feel like yeah. the Rockets and the Magic both need something to celebrate. So either Co Anthony or Stanley <laughs> Green coming out with a dunk win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, I'll go with that. Warriors don't need anything else. They've won enough. Um, okay, we'll go. The Knicks are struggling okay. as well, though, let's be honest. Oh, that's, that's a good call. Oh, man, Julius Randle. Side note, Julius Randle. What what happened? Like, <laughs> what happened? He's just been horrible. Like, he's just been nothing. He asked for a trade before the trade deadline. Didn't get traded. So, is that one of, like, the worst contracts in the league now? Because he got a massive extension. And now, I don't know. I think it's just something about New York, isn't it? Not... <laughs> No one's setting the world alight from there anymore. And Julius Randle, obviously, props to him. Great season last year. But it almost felt like an anomaly, didn't it? We yeah. didn't really see it going into the season. He went off, popped off. And this season, it's kind of just back to what we thought Julius Randle was capable of yeah. as a basketball he, player. He's, like, he's getting like $29, $30 million a year for like the next four years. Like That's going to be one heck of a contract to get off. I would know a lot about well, getting off of bad contracts as a Mavs fan. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still yeah. don't think it's anywhere near close to some of those worst contracts in the league. Yeah. Still got John Wall still getting paid a lot, I think. Westbrook is worse. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a few bad ones out there. Yeah. Hey, let's go with so three point contest. We got Desmond Bain, Luke Kennard, Zach Levine, CJ McCollum, Patty Mills, Carl Towns, Fred Van Vliet, Trey Young. Happy? You got we already know who's winning it, guys. We already know. What? You reckon it's we already Freddy know it's Fred Van We already know. <laughs> Look, nah, no honest, way, no way. Whoa. I'd hope Trey Young doesn't win. I don't think he'll win. Honestly, there's no one there. I kind of want Zach Levine to win, to be honest. Can I ask a question? Do they have the bonus, like the the deep three zone again this season? I assume The Mountain Dew so. three-point zone? I'm pretty yes. sure they do. yeah. Because today what? in the we... the rookie uh, the Rising Stars skills contest, oh yeah, Desmond first, Bain first shot, yeah. Desmond Bain hit the deep three. Yeah, that is I'm true. I'm back in him, I reckon. Oh yeah, underrated, underrated. He has good flow. He's shooting forty percent on the season for the Memphis Grizzlies. I can't believe and we took Josh Green. Horse. I can't believe the Mavs took Josh Green over Desmond Bain in the draft. That was just rather I'd unfortunate. Also, I'd also like to put it out there that. I also like the Clippers, so I'm also a little bit biased here. But Luke Kennard, Luke Kennard in his last game before the All-Star break, got shot eight from nine from three-pointer. Oh, yeah. Three-point range, that which was his record. And he's mm. got three games this season with more than seven three-pointers made in it. So, yeah. like, left-hander, I'd actually think he's, he's quiet, you know, but could do good. But um, don't know how we'll, he'll be under pressure, but... That's yeah, good call. It'll be fun to watch. No Steph Curry this time. Interesting. Mm. It's been on them a lot. Okay. Um, right. Finally, we've got the All-Star game the day after tomorrow. Um, Wait, sorry, sorry. Just about the three-point contest. What yeah. do we think about the big man, Carl Anthony Towns? I think he's going to be slow. I agree. Look, I don't even know what to think of Carl Anthony Towns. I used to be a Timberwolves fan. That was a long time ago. Very, very far deep into my past. But 
I don't know. Is, is he's an all star? Is he like a good all star? I've never been keeping up with the Timberwolves. I guess the Timberwolves are doing better than I thought they were. They're in like what? They're actually better than the six. Yeah. In my humble opinion, the Wolves would be doing better if Towns got more usage. Anthony yeah, Edwards, great, great player, good up and coming player, and I think he can be very good in the future. But currently, yeah. he's getting more usage than Carl Towns. Yeah. And I think it's harming them. Well, Carl okay, Towns so is a very good player. Minnesota's in seven at the moment. Seven over a lot of teams that you expect to be higher. Yeah, yeah. I do agree. Yeah, Clippers they have and Lakers season. are both just behind them. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, he's been doing well. Definitely a, um, a sleeper there. But yeah, all-star. Look, I think we can all, all agree there were some snubs. The thing is, right, there's only so many number of spots available that it's, every year it's going to feel like there are some snubs, right? But this year, there was like, what, Lamelo, DeJounte Murray, Jarrett Allen... There were some really big names that everyone thought were snubs. Injury replacements, obviously bringing in some other people. How are we feeling about the All-Star game now? So I'm pretty happy with the teams we have at the moment, to be honest with you. I was thinking it's going to be a walkover. Oh, you think? I think it's a bit disappointing that Kevin Durant got injured because if he'd been playing, maybe it would be different. But I just look at the two rosters and I cannot see a world where Team LeBron doesn't win. Interesting fact as well for everyone out there is Team LeBron has never lost an All-Star game ever since we created this format. Team LeBron has won every single year. Yeah. And I'm predicting a continuation of that. Mm -hmm. Josh, what do you reckon? No, I I totally agree with that. Looking at the rosters and as well as injury replacements as well. Like John, I said, Durant being out is actually a big... Yeah. Firstly, a big thing. And secondly... I just don't see how a team that Durant picked is anywhere close to what LeBron has picked this year. Yeah, yeah. And also with LeBron, like they're both leaving Harden to the very end of the draft. That was so funny. Harden's just created a really interesting like character arc for himself in the NBA because all of these fan bases hate him now. Like it's just so strange. And I don't even know. I don't know what to think. I don't know if he's a winning player anymore. Like, we're gonna get. We're gonna come to these trades later, but I just don't think James Harden. No one respects him anymore, and fair enough. To be honest, he doesn't give any effort on defense. He's more worried about things going his way and the social life he has than he is about playing basketball. Yeah, that's all true, why. but I think in terms of where he's gone, if there's any team that his playing style would fit quite nicely to or suits a gap, like Philadelphia was that place. I. I think it was a good place for him to go if there is yeah. a good place for him to go. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Who are you, who are you guys picking for All-Star um, MVP? Oh, uh, thing is, who's going to try? That's the thing, because there are some players who just try and there are some players who just don't try. I've got I've got two options. I've got number yeah. one because he just tries every single year and Giannis. he'll never not try Giannis. Giannis. Yeah. Giannis himself. My second option, purely because I think he's probably the best player by far on the worst team, Joel Embiid. If he can somehow lead Team, team Durant to victory, I yeah. think he'll have almost 50. Yeah, that's, that's not that cool. Mm. I'm not going too far past LeBron. The big oh, captain wanting to lead his team to a dub. Yeah, that's, that's not that cool. Yeah, I think... I disagree with you there, Josh. I think LeBron is going to sit on the bench for three quarters. He's tired. Anthony Davis, Jones got injured. Westbrook's useless. He wants a weekend Look, off. 
Lovely some sleepers. Oh. Some sleepers. I reckon Trey Trey Young's always going to try. He's if always he going to want to head a head a deep three. Is if he gets Trae if he gets Young. hot from deep, you know that's got to look for. I reckon Demar Derozan. Yeah. He's got I was going to say prove. Demar. Yeah. He's got something to prove this season, and I wouldn't put a put it out of reach for him to just just take over like he has been. Oh, that. And again, another side note. Did you see that crazy stat? So Demar's uh, just broke Wilt Chamberlain's record for the longest streak of. 35-point games with over 50% shooting. I did like see that. That's crazy. Like, to break a world record is just something in itself. But I just want everyone to know that before the season, I was like, Mavs should get DeMar. And Jono was like, no, he doesn't fit. <laughs> no, he'll be way overpaid. And I, I just thought he it was apologized. useless. Not going to lie. And he I have since apologized. He has since apologized. But I'm always going to hold that um, take that I had dear to my heart because it, it just makes me cry all i can say how other teams can have good basketball players all i can say is that we have a fantasy basketball league between us and addison wasn't the slightest bit interested in drafting yeah. tomorrow that so clearly yeah, didn't write him that highly i do agree that i end you. up getting them which is well worth it potentially our all other right. mate dropped him and hadley was able to pick him up off the okay, waiver wire good, one good of the goal. worst drops exactly. of the season Cool. I almost got some good trades out of it as well. <laughs> okay. Hey, right. That's been an interesting all star discussion. Let's just go back to the trade trade deadline, which happened like, how long was that? Like a week ago, maybe? Wasn't that long ago? We had some very interesting uh, <laughs> trades go down, obviously. I think we've got to start with the one that everyone wants to talk about, which is the Ben Simmons and James Harden trade. Does anyone have any like weird hot takes from this? Because it's honestly, it's kind of, I guess, calmed down a bit. And it's kind of a win-win trade, if you really yeah. like. It's kind of just come to that. It's a win-win trade for both teams. Nets get their defensive playmaker, um, and Embiid gets to play with another star. It kind of is what it is, really. I think I to telling. me, personally, the thing that actually, I think, makes Brooklyn win this trade is those extra pieces. Your Seth Curry, who I reckon could easily slot into a two spot yeah. here in Brooklyn, and also those extra picks. Yeah. And Philly had to give up to actually dump Ben Simmons, not dump Ben Simmons, but get rid of Ben Simmons. Yeah, that's true. What do you think about the addition of Drummond there as well? I reckon he helps Brooklyn. He's a rebounding force. They're a bit low on, um, bit lax on big men. Yeah. And even though he can be a bit of a stat powder sometimes, I think overall he'll be a plus for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Andre Drummond does fill a role. It just makes me a little bit sad because I reckon Nick Claxton is one of the most underrated players in the NBA. And I agree. Andre Drummond's minutes are going to take a lot of Nick Claxton's minutes, which is really unfortunate because I think if, if you give a slightly bigger role to Claxton, slot him at the five, I guess without – because he was the um, he was the rim-running five for Harden. I'm not sure Ben Simmons is as much of a pick-and-roll you know, lob, lob guy as Harden was. So maybe I guess Claxton is just kind of not going to be utilized. But I really liked him. Defense was crazy. He had that one incredible block on LeBron like a couple months ago. I don't remember if you guys saw that. that I do remember crazy. that one. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. For like at the very end of the game, game seven yeah. block. That was ridiculous. Yeah. Also with his alley oop in that same game as well. Like right oh yeah, well. yeah. That was crazy. On LeBron's head. Yeah, so any other takes from that or should we just move on to I was just trade? saying that um, 
I was telling these guys before that I saw this stat on a social media page, just where fans uh, vote to see which trade, what, uh, which team they think won the trade. And it was mm-hmm. exactly 50-50, like mm. 12 hours after the trade was made. So obviously both sides, both teams definitely gained something very different, but uh, obviously quite an even trade. So I agree that it was good for both teams, but I agree with you mm. guys that I think uh, Brooklyn got the edge. Yeah. I think yeah. one of the one of the big things for Philly from my perspective is I just look at the free throw shooting numbers. Ben Simmons, that was the biggest liability for him in the playoffs last season. He couldn't make a free throw. Teams are just hacking him. And James Harden, which is obviously the main player they've pulled back, even if he's a bit slower around the court, even if he's a little bit injury prone, which they'll obviously need him to be healthy in the playoffs, but he can knock down, you know, 20 out of 22, 25 out of 27 in a playoff game, and that could yeah. be big for them. So yeah, I reckon a he's call. a huge pickup for Philly. Yeah. yeah. Ben Simmons this, has something to prove in this playoffs. Yeah, I think this trade makes both teams a better playoff team, if I'm being completely yeah. honest with you. Hmm. So yeah. Philly, Philly get that scorer down the stretch and uh, the Brooklyn get those extra pieces and also some extra defense in there as well with Ben Simmons. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a perfect situation for Ben as well. You know, he's he's going to be, I, to be honest, pro- mainly playing, him and KD will be playing the five. One of those two will be playing the five in the main minutes. It'll just be those two surrounded by shooters. And when you just got Ben Simmons surrounded by lethal shooters like Patty Mills and Seth Curry and Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, it's it's going to be hard to stop. But yeah, that'll be, I really want to see a playoff series between those two teams. And also, I saw, I caught, wait, what day is it today? Saturday, yesterday. I was watching the um, Brooklyn versus Philly. That was an incredible game. Giannis versus Embiid. Uh, just the shit. Embiid is getting double and triple teamed every single possession, and he's just hitting step back mid range. Like it's ridiculous what he's doing. I didn't really take notice of it because I haven't been watching Philly. But he's being double, triple, quadruple teamed every single possession, and shooting like fifteen of eighteen and like. Just ridiculous efficiency. So kudos yeah. to him. He's, He's a serious candidate for the MVP. That's yeah. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Just, hey, all right, we'll go through some. Wait, just quickly tra- going back to that trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just I think with um, Ben Simmons as well, like him being a better matchup for Giannis in that playoffs as well is probably a better. Mm, also, an advantage for Brooklyn that's probably a little bit overlooked as well because that is that is a big matchup that potentially that they could have in the playoffs as well. Yeah, that's a good call. That's like, a good call. One of the reasons I don't rate it for Brooklyn as much is purely because Kyrie Irving's sitting. If Kyrie Irving was playing all their games, I think it would be huge. But as they have it, they've essentially left themselves with one main scorer when Irving's sitting, which is Durant. But anyway, I'll just quickly go through all you boys. Tell me one second who won the trade, starting with you, Addison. Okay. Who won the trade? Oh, Honestly, i got to go with the Nets. Hadley, who do you think won the trade? Brooklyn. And Josh, who do you think won the trade? I think I've clearly stated that I think Brooklyn won the trade. Oh, well, I'm yeah. all out on my own here, boys. I reckon oh, Philly won the reckon? trade. I can feel you're more likely to win the East, more likely to win the title now that they've got these two superstars. Yeah. So we'll see how it pans out. Yeah, all right, yeah, Eddie, good moving along to some Okay, trades. moving along. Okay, we've got some small trades we're not going to talk about. Harold went to the Hornets for pretty much nothing. That's a good pickup from the Hornets. I think we can all agree. Not really much to talk about there. Celtics did some stuff. They got Derek White, but n- nothing really major. 
there was, uh, oh, so, okay, the Mavs. We have Chris Asperzingis and a second round pick, protected second round pick, just clarifying, going to the Wizards for Davis Batans and Spencer Dinwiddie. I'm a Mavs fan, so I'm going to save what I think of this to last because I've obviously thought about it a lot. So um, we'll maybe start with Josh. What do you think about that? I think it's hard to have put that much money into a player in terms of his contract. And you're giving, you're throwing him away for something that's, you're not, that's hard to even come up with a second option out of those two for your Luka Doncic at their, the Mavs. So I'm not sure what the Mavs is doing when it comes to that trade, to be honest with you. All right, Hadley? Yeah, obviously not being a Mavs fan, don't know too much behind it or too much of an opinion, but just thinking in terms of big men, what is it? Is it Dwight Powell now? <laughs> you guys have Whoa. currently as your big man, whereas, you know, getting Spencer Dinwiddie, he's, he's good, yeah, but you, you have shooters in Luca and Tim Hardaway and Brunson, um, which is why I think they lost it, but personally don't really know enough of a trade to have too big of an opinion. Well, I think there's a little bit on the Mavs here, but from from the very little footage of the Mavs that I watched, they essentially seem to be using KP as a spot-up corner three shooter. So you may as well just take Davis Batans to fill that role. He basically shoots the same percentage, and then you get to add Dinwiddie as well. So obviously, KP is a way bigger talent than Davis Batans, and he's going to go really well in Washington, I reckon, so Mavs lose a trade for me. Yeah, look, Jono, I think you kind of covered it. I think the Mavs, out of, from what I can tell, we've got a new head coach, we've got a new GM. I think what they wanted out of KP was a good shooter and a rim protector and a rebounder. He doesn't really rim protect that much anymore. He doesn't really rebound anymore. And he's shooting 28% from three this season. So he wasn't really doing anything that we was asking him to do. And he's got one, I can't even say, it's a terrible contract. We can get some someone like Miles Turner or some other, even like a Daniel Gafford, some other big for so much cheaper that we just needed to unload. We got someone to come off the bench, Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Batans, who were having down years, so obviously their value was really low. But um, basically, because their contracts are so much smaller, they'll be easier to move in the future and make much more, um, we'll be able to make so many more moves now that we don't have KP's massive contract. And also just from a couple of games ago when we played the Clippers and lost, congratulations, Hadley. But <laughs> we had Luca dropped 51 and we had four bench points. Four points from our whole bench. And now that we've got Dinwiddie coming off the bench, I just feel so much better. It just makes me, and now that we're not worrying, oh, you know, we tried hard, but KP's injured. He'll come back soon and we'll, you know, we'll be better. No, I think we still lost the trade. I think it's dumb that we had to give up a second round pick, but I'm just glad it's we're moving on. Yeah, so it's not really. It was just more of a like a value thing. It just shows how low his value was, really. But, okay, mm-hmm. we can move on from there. Let's just talk about the Clippers. They made some interesting moves with the Trailblazers. So what? So they got... Oh, let's we start got... with the Trailblazers. Sorry, let's start with Trailblazers, actually. So they're blowing it up. CJ went to New Orleans. What do you guys reckon about that? I just don't see what the values in that for um, the Pelicans in terms of, firstly, they have locked themselves into a contract with a player that's 30 years old mm-hmm. and CJ McCollum, hoping to try and keep Zion. 
And that's all I see from the trade on a Pelicans perspective. Mm. And from the from Portland's perspective, I just think it's a roster shakeup, as you as you're going to explain later that they've also traded away two players to the Clippers. Mm. Yeah, for yeah, basically nothing. That's a lose lose, really, in my opinion. I don't know. I feel like the the Pelicans. What what do they struggle with defense? And now their best three players are Zion, Brandon Ingram, and CJ McCollum. Are they going to guard anybody, or are they just going to try to put up 140 points a game? I don't know. I don't think it's sustainable. Um, but yeah. So what else did the what else did they do? They sent Norman Powell and Robert Covington, Robert Covington. to the Clippers for Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, Justice Keon Winslow. Johnson, and a second. Hadley, take us away. What do you think? Well. First of all, definitely think Clippers won it. Norman Powell could definitely make that difference, especially in a fully healthy starting lineup. The Clippers series contenders there with Norman Powell. But just in terms of the difference, Justice, oh no, not Justice Winslow, um, Eric Bledsoe has made. Um, he was uh, new to the Clippers uh, this year, well, returned to the Clippers this year. Um, he's quite inconsistent, but definitely a good role player. So I wouldn't say that that part of the trade is bad for Portland because he can actually make a difference down the end. You know, he can score and has scored this season 20 to 30 points um, in consecutive games. So he can make a difference. But in terms of Norman Powell and even Robert Covington coming off the bench for the Clippers, um, I'd say we won that. Uh, Both scoring great points in their debut. I think Robert Covington scored 13 for the Clippers, where Mm. Powell scored 26 or something. Um, Yeah, don't really know what the what Portland's trying to do, but I'm not complaining and um, we'll see what happens. Nice, nice. Yeah, well, the way I see it is Portland's just blowing it up, right? Like, they don't really care what they're getting in return. They're just trying to offload some money. Mm. So the Clippers, I have a question for you here, Hadley, because this to me looks like a win-now trade. This is like Covington, Norman Powell. This is points. This is defense in the playoffs. But are the Clippers contenders this year? Is Kawhi coming back? Is Paul George coming back? Is this season a write-off or is it a chance? Are the Clippers dark well, Obviously, I'm trying to keep up with all these injury reports all the time um, and have seen that uh, Tyler has come out with a statement saying he doesn't think it's going to be likely that either Paul George or Kawhi come back this season, which was gutting and heartbreaking yeah. for me. But um, I, I personally, being realistic, don't think the experience is there. Um, I think we're a good team who will... Who Definitely could make it to the playoffs. Um, I think currently Reggie Jackson is one of the most clutch players in the league. Um, coming down in the last <laughs> few minutes, as a as a Mavs fan who's played Reggie Jackson in the club uh, in the playoffs twice in a row, I can confirm he's annoying. Exactly. Clutch. Yeah. So, Terrence Mann, we've got uh, two new centers, but they're quite young and inexperienced. So, in terms of contenders for the title, unfortunately, I'd have to say no. In terms yeah. of playoffs, getting there, and um, I don't have yes. Leonard. You don't yeah, have and, George. I think and more, bad, more bad luck. Norman Powell, do see how yeah, exactly. he broke his yeah. foot as well. He fractured, for fractured a while. his ankle. So. Look, hey, John, I just have to say something. You know, we're, we're talking about the Blazers as a write-off, but they've won the last four games in a row, beating the Lakers, the Knicks, the Blaze, uh, the Bucks, and the Grizzlies. Here's, here's my biggest hope for the Blazers for this year. They make the 10 seed. The Lakers yeah. somehow fall to the 9 seed. <laughs> yeah. And Portland knocks the Lakers out of contention. Okay, that's good. I that's, like that. that's their ceiling this year, I think, for Portland. I don't have high yeah. hopes, but I do. I would agree. love to see them do that. I think the hardest thing for Portland is that they've got they've only got a um, temporary GM in at the moment, so their actual GM isn't actually signed to a long term contract. He's just the 
what do you call it, filling the gap between their last GM and their next GM. And he's having to make all these like massive um, franchise moves. And I think it's just not a very sustainable um, way to get, to go about it in Portland, to be honest. They need to make some decisions for the front office. The problem well, moving along. Sorry, Josh, what do you think? The problem with Portland is that they're trying to link a rebuild with keeping their loyal star and Damian Lillard. Yeah, and that's true. they're not going to trade, for... trade him away at all while he's no. still loyal to the, to the franchise. No. All right. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I, th- I don't think Dame's leaving. I think he's happy to sink with the ship, which is, you know, good on him. Right, we've only got four minutes left, so let's just quickly rattle off this Cavaliers trade. They got Levert. What do you think about that? Good trade? I think Levert is going to hopefully add a bit more scoring to their Cavs lineup. Yeah. Which I think is um, he hasn't been good. He hasn't been great this season. Hmm. He's definitely looked inconsistent, but I think previously in previous seasons that scoring potentially yeah. does help the Cavs. Yeah, quite their, a bit. their ceiling is definitely higher now, I reckon. But yeah, look, let's go to the other massive trade that happened. Um, Sabonis. Tyrese Halliburton and Sabonis got swapped. The Kings are not making the playoffs for another 10 years on this, I reckon. Halliburton, no. one of the best young players in the league, yeah. continuing to develop year on year. Good shooter, was only going to get better. And Sabonis isn't a bad player, don't get me wrong, but De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis, on the amount of money those two are earning, and not a... They're not even a playoff duo, let alone a competing duo, in my opinion. Yeah, I think that's yes. a play-in the best. Yeah, I reckon they might make the play-in, but I guess, to be honest, Fox at least has more of the reins now, and Davion Mitchell showed some promise, so maybe that's what they were yeah. going for, backing Davion Mitchell, but I, I, you, you can't do it. Kings are such a poverty franchise. <laughs> They're not doing themselves any favours, eh? Uh, yeah. Anyway, any last... Any last? We're gonna wrap it up pretty soon. Um, any last comments about some trades or anything? Oh, we got. I just got stuff. one last thing to to bring yeah. up that just is surprising. Going back to the whole Clippers, how serious are they? Conversation in terms mm-hmm. of the season and comebacks, they are getting the nickname the Comeback Clippers comeback with Clippers. with with some of their comebacks, like the game game of the year against Washington when they were down by seven with twelve seconds to go. They were down by thirty five earlier in that game. Crazy. Uh, you know, last season in the playoffs, they were down 2-0 twice, came back both times. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, you know, like consistency there, but we'll see where that leads. But mm. just thought I had to add that in there. Nice, nice. Any last thoughts, guys? Well, before we wrap up, boys, I want to give you all one hot take. And I want oh, you yeah. to give me the responses to this at the start of the next podcast. And okay. let's see what the all listeners right. think as well. Yeah. I do not think that Zion Williamson will play another game for the New Orleans Pelicans. I think it's over. Oof. He's never going to play again. It's not happening this season, and I think he'll be demanding a trade, and he'll be wanting to get out of there as soon as possible over the offseason. So That's have a think about that one. All right. Let me know what you think. Okay, Josh? Well, on that? Or we? <laughs> oh, just anything. You got anything else to say? We've got less than a minute left here, so... No, just honestly, I think the only thing that I wanted to say is I think Tyrese Halliburton is going to be a better player and be developed better in Indiana than he is at the Kings. Okay, that's a good call. All right, guys, shot. Um, appreciate you guys coming along. We're going to try to do this every week, uh, but you know, every two weeks probably. We're going to talk about some awards predictions next time. Yeah, and thank you guys for listening. Um, if we get a couple of listeners, that's great. Hope you guys had fun. We're sure we had fun. But yeah, all right. See you guys later. It's been a good time.